Joining us is naturopath David Lomond. Hello for another week. How Hello, are you, Dave. David? I am great. There you are. It's been another quick seven days. It's just zipped by it has, since we last spoke. It's just gone past. And today, we'll sort of continue on where we left off last week because yeah, we didn't bit get of, a lot of time. We didn't get a lot of time. And I think it's, it's important, too, to talk about some foods not to eat. You know, oh, yeah. it's important to talk about foods to eat, and that's the really important one to focus on. There are just some foods which I think the science isn't in on yet, which we think are normal foods, but they actually cause major disruption to our body. So we'll be concentrating on foods that we should not eat today, but also we like to invite your calls. So if you're listening there and you'd like to talk to our naturopath, you can call through right now, 49216216. We invite your calls. We'd love to hear from you. 49216216 to call through for our naturopath, David Lomond at 2 in your RFM. Easy listening to in URFM 103.7. It is uh, health and well-being today, and we're continuing our topic. And today, David, we're looking at foods to eat only when you have no other choice. Yes, basically. And, and the thing is that we all have choice in food. We all choose what we put in the shopping trolley. We can mm. all choose what we take home. We can all choose what we're going to put in our mouth, providing we actually have it on hand. So what are these foods that uh, suggest that we should be avoiding? Well, anything that's basically processed would be number one. So white flour products, white sugar products, and most products with white flour in them have white, have sugar in them. They have salt in them. They have all the things that overload our body. And it wouldn't be so bad if we only had them now and again. The difficulty is that we have them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that just overloads the body. I think I've said before, um, I look at it in four different ways, that your body, your body can be sensitive to something it can be intolerant to something or it can be overloaded by something and that's the most common one or the worst one, it can be allergic to something. So the important thing is to work out what is overloading the body and naturopaths do that all the time. What is what people are sensitive to and intolerant to and the certain uh, ways that we can find that out as well generally and then basically leave those out of the diet. And the most common thing that comes up is wheat and wheat products. Mm-hmm. It's probably the major one, closely followed by um, meat for a lot of people. They can't handle meat. They can't handle meat at all. And dairy. So uh, WMD is how we call it in the profession, weapons of mass destruction. If you really want to upset someone who's got a really bad digestive system, give them wheat, meat and dairy. And it just get worse and worse and worse. So it's a surefire way to get onto Nexium or one of those other drugs, antacid drugs. David, when you are cooking, what would be the suggestion to cook in? What sort of oil or, or is there any suggestion? For most people, olive oil is, is a good one. Sunflower oil is a good one. Though Those are good cooking oils. For some people, they can handle rice bran oil. Other people can handle coconut oil. Other people can handle macadamia oil. So they're all good as long as they are high-quality oils. The worst things to cook in are, I believe, canola oil, which is a real bad one because it's an invented oil made from a poison plant. So that's not good. And canola basically stands for, C-A-N stands for Canadian because it was made in Canada. Mm. It was first produced in Canada. And now it's in everything because it's cheap. So when you look for things which are in everything, it's usually because they're cheap. Now, what about the argument, the long-term argument of butter versus margarine? What's your take on that? Butter. Yeah. Just about every time. Yeah. Some people, maybe not. 
but most people can handle butter than they can most other spreads. And the reason is that the butter doesn't tie up their antioxidants. The butter doesn't tie up all the other things. Um, the thing is that if you looked at margarine in the time that it's being made, it actually looks like grey sludge. And then they add colour to it to actually make it look yellow like butter. Mm. But only butter, which is fresh cream churn, uh, churn cream, is actually a pure product. And there's a lot of information about that on the Price Pottinger uh, website and in the books by Price Pottinger, Western Price and, uh, and Pottinger, because they researched it really thoroughly in the way in which our bodies handle certain things. And I don't believe that margarine is ever going to be as well handled in most people's bodies as well as butter is. We're inviting your calls, 49216216. That's the phone number. If you'd like to talk to our naturopath, David Lomond, he'd love to talk to you. 49216216 at 2 in your RFM. Devin, Brenda is joining us now from Walls Inn for our health and wellbeing program. Hello, Brenda. Hello, Brenda. She's with us right there, and she's saying hello now to naturopath, David Lomond. Oh, oh, that's better. I can hear you now. Hi, Brenda. I am. Um, I just I want to question you about the butter and the uh, meadow lead margarine. Yes. Uh, being a, uh, in trouble with my cholesterol and a diabetic, I love to go back to butter, but is it safe? It's part of an overall program that would needed, be needed, Brenda, to find out what where your body actually was biochemically-wise and what was causing the diabetes in the first place and what you could actually do about it. Has uh, I know there's a lot of talk about the cholesterol-lowering effects of canola in margarine. The problem is it has other issues with it. And there's some very good information on the internet about canola oil that you can certainly look up. Um, and where they've done the research on it and they found out why they actually brought it in and how it works in the body. And it may be that it ties up vitamin E, which means that it actually lessens your body's ability to heal itself. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, I must admit. <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay then, I'll think but, about that one. And Thank you for that. And look, if you do want to find out, I mean, find a naturopath that you trust, work with them, find out what you can do to actually do something seriously about the diabetes, because you can do things. All right, and at Mount Hutton, we've got Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, I'm just wondering... Um, it's not really on the, uh, probably what you're talking about at the moment, but uh, I'm a shift worker and um, I try and eat well and try and sort of get sleep when I can, but, um, you know, I also battle a bit of fatigue and that sometimes, you know, and, um, you know, with the broken shifts and things. and Body clock, yeah. Yeah, well, the body clock uh, does have a lot to do with it. The thing to do as much as possible is to um, – how often do your shifts sh swap around, Paul? Is it is it one shift always night shift or is it is it variable for you? Uh, variable um, on a roster, but, um, you know, some weeks are better than others and then, and then other weeks sort of knock you around a little bit, you know? So, yeah. Look, do you take any supplements at all? Uh, I try to when I can, but, um, you know, once again, it's um, just trying to get a routine and, um, you know, when you, when you shift work, it's, uh, it's hard to get into that, that normal routine of, you know, diet and, you know, taking things and like supplements or yeah. whatever, you know. So. What I suggest normally for shift workers who come in to see me as clients is that they have their breakfast when they first get up. 
It doesn't right. matter what time of day it is that you get up, if it's in the afternoon or in the morning. Yeah. That way you keep the stomach getting the right food, depending on the hours you're awake, mm. rather than trying to change your food to suit the time you're getting up. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll if you get up that. and then you have a heavy meal, you may not be able to cope with that. But if you get up and have something like a rice porridge, you'll cope with mm. that much better. Yeah, okay. So it's all about changing around the diet and taking some supplements which back up the health of your body. And there's yep. a few specifically that I'd suggest what, for any yeah, shift What supplements worker. would you suggest? What sort of supplements? Well, a good vitamin C to mm-hmm. start with. And I'd be taking that three times a day. Right, and I take vitamin C powder three times, two or three times a day now. A good B group vitamin, right? Because the B vitamins are needed for energy. Do you do any of those, Paul? Yeah, I try and take those. Yeah, when I when I remember to take them, you know. What about a multivitamin? Are they any good or not? A a shotgun approach that I don't find very good specifically for the body. I would rather take a mineral supplement like a colloidal mineral or something of that nature, or a straightforward. Would a fish oil in that help too, or not? Fish oil, but I'd be inclined more to try and get the essential fatty acids, which is what the fish oils are all about, the omega-3, 6s and 9s. I'd be trying to get them out of food as more than try to take a fish oil supplement. So I'd eat more fish, and if you can't have fish, certainly go to linseed and sunflower seeds, mix them in yeah. with a porridge, soak them before you go to bed, eat them when you get up in the morning or the afternoon, that, that type of... Uh, process really works well for most people okay it'd be good to have a little uh, chef on standby too wouldn't it so. it would be wonderful but unfortunately <laughs> unless you've got a uh, a loving uh, partner there who can do things for you you may be uh, on your not, own with that one not at the moment but, yeah uh, you know well wor- can... work on that one paul it's very difficult, Paul. Uh, shift worker, one of many that are probably in our area listening to us at the moment. So we feel for you. We know what it's like. That body clock gets all out of whack and it's it, so hard. It, it yeah. does. And it's like with truck drivers too. You know, yeah. they're on the road. It's long hours. And it's really important to get the right food into the body. And when you're out in the country, it's very hard to get the right food. So you've really got to take it with you. Mm. And you make sure that you've got the facility to be able to take care of yourself. Health and well-being, 49216216. If you'd like to talk to our naturopath, David Lomond, 49216216 at 2NURFM. We've got Janine from Merriweather joining us now and talking to you, David. Hello, Janine. Hello, David. How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, anyway, I, was just, I listened to a lot of people speaking about shift work and problems. Well, I've been a chronic insomniac for a long, long time and I was under a sleep physician, went to the sleep clinic so I was prescribed melatonin. Yes. Wonderful product. I take that about nine o'clock. Yes. And would you? I've been taking that now for about four or five years, perhaps, and I feel like a new woman. It gets rid of all that fuzzy, foggy feeling, sort of feeling jet lagged all the time. But here, it was being prescribed, and I had to get in, get it at the compounding pharmacy, which was for thirty capsules was twenty five dollars. Yes. When I travelled to Hawaii probably um, three years ago. I was in a pharmacy there and they had melatonin there with a gold label. So I bought three bottles, would you believe? There was 300 in each bottle for $18. Yes. They worked just as well. And then when my daughter worked in New York for a year, she brought me 10 bottles back. Yes. When she came home, I spent a little bit of time with her in New York as well. And I bought and my son and his girlfriend have just travelled the States and they brought me. But my girlfriend, um, 
she suffers with insomnia as well. So we, we get them off a great website now. Yeah. But I've often spoke to pharmacists here and I've said, why can't it be readily available? It's been available in the States for many a year. And how I learnt about it, would you believe, I picked a great book up at a garage sale at one stage. It was a Dr. Michael Colgan. It's on hormonal health. Yes. It's the latest clinical findings confirm tremendous benefits from the new hormonal health program and nutrition exercise and supplementation, a great book, because what I learned, when you, when you get to about 40, all the melatonin leaves the body. Yeah, it's and, not, it's, uh, it's, it's for some people, not for everyone. It's one of those things that will work for some people if they have a deficiency of melatonin. And obviously our government doesn't believe it's something that they need to put onto a free list, so people have to actually get a prescription for it and go to a compounding pharmacist to get it made. So, but in the states, it's readily available. Such as DHEA is readily available over there as well. Both of which can help sleep, um, and they're part of the answer, I believe. And I believe that it's important to also look at the overall biochemistry at the same time. So, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that will get benefit from that. Good on you, Janine. We're going to Warner's Bay right now. We've got Jimmy waiting there. Hello, sir. Hello, Jimmy. Uh, it's, I I got a bit of prostate cancer. Yes. And uh, uh, I was listening to a girl talking on the wireless and she said tomatoes are very good for prostate cancer. Is that right or wrong? Well, the leucopenes in the, in the tomato can be beneficial, but there's lots of other things, Jimmy. Have you been to the Hunter Prostate Cancer Alliance Centre at all? Speak to the counsellors there or looked into it into a greater degree at all? No, no, not really. Uh, how They're long? great, Jimmy. You've got to go see them. They're great. You, you better. It'd be really good to go and see them, Jimmy. If you, uh, they'll just talk common sense. It doesn't cost anything to go there. They're a great bunch of people. They really know their stuff. They're out there lecturing all the time out through the Hunter Valley and the coal fields. So the, they've got a lot of good information there for you on things like tomatoes or pomegranate juice or other things as well. So. Oh, there's quite a few things then, is there? Oh, yeah, there's a number of different things. It depends whether it's encapsulated, whether it's spread through the, you know, through, out, out from the prostate, what the medical situation was. But they'll fill you in with all the different things you can do. Oh, right. Well, beauty. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Good on you, Jimmy. Yeah, and they, they are fantastic. Lee Morn is the marketing manager over there, the Hunter Prostate yep. Cancer Alliance. They've got a lot of literature too. They can they, point you in the direction of a lot of support people too. They have. So they are great. Well, time's almost beaten us again. Um, before we go any further, your next forum? Uh, tonight Adam? at East Maitland, up at Organic Feast at East Maitland tonight. Big, big one at New Lambton last Tuesday. There you went was. Very well there. Yeah, we had over 30 people there, and I hope we answered all their questions. And if people would like more details on the forum or how they can get involved, what number should they call? Just call Philip on... 044-888-3838. That's 044-888-3838. Ask for Philip, Philip Rankin. He has all the details. Thank you for today. Thank you, Dave. Back again next Tuesday, Health and Wellbeing with Naturopath David Lomond. Look forward to it. Thanks, and everyone. We'll look forward to your calls too here at 2 and your RFM 103.7. Coming up, easy listening favourites with Greg Richard.